let's hear a story about Markham This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History from Friends of Markham Hill, an effort to save the entire Markham Hill property from development and make it a nature, wildlife, historic, and Native American preserve. The problem? The out-of-state owner, Robert M. Dant, and his local developer specialized real estate group want to build an 80-room hotel, a restaurant, other commercial buildings, 530 living units, parking lots, streets, driveways, utilities, and no telling what else, on the sides and top of Markham Hill. This will destroy this natural land and intact urban forest. Its wildlife, its early 20th century ruins, the evidences of Native American habitation all over the mountaintop, and this historical place. In spite of all this, the developer claims that they're conservation developers. They've started an organic garden. They've hired somebody to do a turtle study. They've hired somebody to do a plant and tree study. They've worked with the Northwest Arkansas Land Trust to put some acreage under a conservation easement. But all those houses and streets and pavement all over the mountain will destroy the Markham Hill that Fayetteville residents love. Now to today's touching story. It is part two of Evangeline Pratt Waterman, covering the years 1927 to 1947. The December 4, 1933 newspaper wrote, University Club Hears Jubilee Singers, a group of spirituals was sung by local colored singers as a special feature on the program at the University Club Saturday night. A musical guessing game followed with Mrs. J.S. Waterman receiving first prize and Dr. Lewis M. Turner second. An amusing and entertaining debate was held on the question, resolved that education above the eighth grade should be abolished in the state of Arkansas. The affirmative was upheld by Robert Leffler and Mrs. H.M. Hosford, and the negative by Dean Virgil Jones and Miss Anna Brassfield. Singers included J.W. Webb, Omi Buchanan, Harrison and Jesse Utley, Sarah and Sterling Smith. Songs given included Stand Right on That Shore, I'm Going to Heaven Anyhow, I Wonder What's the Matter with the Church Today, and the Christians won't stay out of the sinner's way. The April 18, 1934 newspaper wrote, Better Homes daily tours are planned. Pilgrimages to be made to gardens and homes Monday to Friday. Plans for daily Better Homes pilgrimages to study various features of modern homemaking were outlined last night at a meeting of the City Better Homes Committee at the home of the chairman, Miss Eleanor Quinn. W.S. Campbell will be in charge of the morning pilgrimages, which will be to study various types of gardens. Mrs. Fred Thompson is to be in charge of the afternoon pilgrimages, which will feature various features of new and improved homes. On Monday afternoon, playrooms at the home of Mrs. J.S. Waterman will be visited from 2 to 4 o'clock. The greatest heartache of a parent happened on August 13, 1937. The newspaper wrote, Evangeline Waterman, six-year-old daughter of Dr. Julian S. Waterman, vice president of the University of Arkansas and dean of the University School of Law, and Mrs. Waterman, died last night at 10.30 o'clock following an illness of less than a day. 
the little girl had been slightly indisposed, but was not considered really ill. At 11 o'clock yesterday, her condition was such that her father was called home. At 4 o'clock, she was considered critically ill, and four physicians were called in conference. The case was pronounced infantile paralysis, or polio. Private funeral services were conducted by Mrs. E. Lelia Barton of the Christian Science Church at the home this morning, and burial at 10 o'clock was in Fairview Memorial Park. The Waterman home adjoins the Pratt estate where Mrs. Joy Pratt Markham conducts the Hilltop Camp, which was immediately dismissed with all children attending being sent home. The family were prostrated today at the child's sudden illness and death and requested that no telephone calls be made to the home. Dr. and Mrs. Waterman moved from their home today and will reside elsewhere for a time. There also was a request from the family that no flowers be sent. Any who wish to remember our little girl may do so by giving a book in her memory, Dr. Waterman said. Friends are establishing a memorial bookshelf in her memory at the University of Arkansas Training School, where any books memorializing her will be placed. On November 30, 1938, Evangeline and her husband Julian announced the birth of their son at City Hospital. They named him Julian Pratt Waterman. Evangeline was one month short of 40 years old when she gave birth to Julian, her second and last child. She went home from the hospital on December 10, 1938. The July 5, 1940 newspaper wrote, AAUW to aid in refugee work. Plans to participate in the national program of war relief work of the American Association of University Women were made by the Fayetteville branch at a meeting at the Civic Club Rooms Wednesday. The group voted to pledge $12 a month for one year for the support of one university woman refugee. Voluntary contributions began to be received immediately and within the first hour, $25.50 had been given. The group also voted to aid the national headquarters in the placement of children of the British Federation of University Women. Dr. Esther Cockett Brunauer of the headquarters staff writes that plans are being discussed for adjusting the immigration laws of the United States to provide for a large number of child refugees. She further states that up to the limit of the quota, which is fairly large for Great Britain, individual children can come in if the usual regulations are complied with. The aid may be given in three ways, to take a British child for the duration of the war or until the child reaches maturity, to furnish an affidavit for the support of a child in some other home, to offer a home but not financial responsibility. The 1940 article ended with $12 a month supports a refugee. Evangeline was listed as part of the auxiliary committee to help canvass the members of the AAUW branch. Six years after the death of her daughter, Evangeline experienced another heartache, the sudden death of her husband. On September 20, 1943, the newspaper wrote, Final respects were paid to Dean Julian Cecil Waterman, Dean of the University of Arkansas School of Law, at funeral services held in the Student Union Building at 3.30 Sunday afternoon. The services were conducted by Reverend John McConnell, pastor of the Central Presbyterian Church, assisted by W.S. Gregson, University YMCA secretary. 
Music was in charge of Miss Mildred Gillespie of the University Music Faculty. Following the service at the Union Building, burial was made in Fairview Cemetery with the Watson Mortuary in charge. Active pallbearers were W.J. Berg, Gerdon D. Nichols, E.B. Merriweather, F.W. Whiteside, Ulyss A. Lovell, and D. Rutledge Vining. Dr. Waterman, who was also Vice President of the University and Acting Dean of the College of Business Administration, died Saturday afternoon following complications which resulted from a major emergency operation which he underwent at City Hospital September 10. Evangeline was 44 years old and her son Julian was four years old when her husband Julian died. During the following four years, Evangeline continued working in her various clubs and raising her son. Then on October 11, 1947, the Northwest Arkansas Times announced, Mrs. J.S. Waterman was married to Laird Archer yesterday afternoon in a ceremony solemnized at her home by the Reverend J.P. McConnell, pastor of the Central Presbyterian Church. Future weeklies will talk about Evangeline Pratt Waterman Archer and her work to help Greek women in the early 1950s, the Nature Conservancy in the late 1950s, the Ozark Society in the 1960s to save the Buffalo River, and her continued conservation and preservation efforts in the 1970s. For photos corresponding to this story, go to Facebook group Friends of Markham Hill and look for the weekly entitled Evangeline Pratt Waterman Part 2. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History.